All right, so here we are, day one, coming to you live from the Uncompagre National Forest. We're sitting up glassing. It's about 7 o'clock, hoping to see something today. Haven't had much luck. So the title for this part of the episode, or this five-minute segment, is going to be Check Everything. So on the way out here, for those of you who didn't know, we were making our way from San Diego to basically Montrose, Colorado, in between Grand Junction and Gunnison. And we were towing our camper with, uh, with the car, and although we got most of the things taken care of, found out the uh, engine coolant probably should have been switched before that. So had a few issues on the way out. I was getting text messages from my wife saying, hey, your car reader keeps saying your engine's overheating. Anyway, long story short, instead of hunting on Monday morning, we had to go back into town to go see a mechanic and make sure the car is taken care of. So that was done. We got back out here probably about 2 o'clock and made the trek up to our glassing location. Everything's going pretty good. I'm really happy with what we're able to see. Didn't have to go in as far as I had planned. I was planning to get all the way up to the top of the mountain, but turns out all that would have done is just a lot more burn on the legs and not much more to see. So we stopped about two-thirds of the way up and found a good overlook where we could go out and glass. Haven't seen much so far, but what we're looking at right now is we're looking over a big burn area. It burned last year. You can see the parts where it was full on, everything's down, everything's blown down. It, I mean, it was hot in the center and, and the trees came down. But then you can see the edges. And so where we're, where we're going to focus on our glassing effort is going to be on those edges. Because if we focus on the edges, the odds of finding something is a lot higher than out in the middle in the open there. And that's, I mean, that's pretty common anyway. But especially here, this is an over-the-counter hunt unit we haven't seen a ton of people actually out hunting but man everybody is camping right along the forest roads here which is what we're doing too but if if the number of campers is any indication there's going to be a lot of hunting pressure back here so these animals are probably going to be pretty pretty uh skittish and i'm guessing that we're gonna be Hopefully seeing something in the next 15 minutes or so. Otherwise, uh, they're going to be waiting until after dark to move. So keep your fingers crossed. In addition to the burn, we also have a couple avalanche shoots that we're looking at. But basically what we're looking for is anything that creates a break in the canopy. When you look down in here, it's, it's really thick. It's a lot of you know spruce, pine, and aspen. Um, but old growth and that's not going to do much for the food for the animal so that's really not going to help us all that much it might be fine for you know bedding in the dark timber there but they really need to have the food as well so we're looking for the breaks in the canopy and the plan is to watch them come in to feed tonight so like I said we're looking at the where it burned the avalanche shoots and I'm going to get back to glassing, so I'll talk to you in the next episode.
Hey guys, welcome back to day two. So day one, I left you as we were up glassing. And wouldn't you know it, about 15 minutes after I, I recorded that episode, we had four elk walk into the burn area. So we saw four elk feeding all cows, but they were about, I'm guessing two and a half to three miles away. Um, they were exactly where we thought they were gonna be. So I guess that meant for today, our plan was to figure out access into that burn. And I'm gonna tell you that right now that not everything is what it seems on the map. So looking at some of the roads, I'm gonna tell you one of the roads ended up not exactly being passable. Um, I don't know if it got washed out by a rainstorm or what happened, but I don't think you could take a truck through that road. Um, it was, you could get about halfway back, but that still left you about five miles to the trailhead we were trying to get to, to get up into the back section of the burn. So I think we're gonna have to X that one out. Other big things we wanted to get taken care of today was, you know, we wanted to get back out and see what we could find. And then uh, wanted to do a little more scouting and really get an understanding of the area we're hunting. So we found out one of the roads we thought we were gonna access on was a no-go. But on the other side, we found a place, they call it the Plateau apparently, and there was more sign there than I even cared to imagine. Um, basically, we started off looking on the map and we found where they had done some timber cutting and another burn area. And uh, we tried to access it from, from the west through a trail, but that ended up being about a five mile trail straight uphill. And we decided, well, you know what? We have a car. Why don't we try to go around the other side? And this is where having Onyx is really gonna help you out because you find where the access is and you find the BLM roads and the Forest Service roads. And we ended up taking a BLM road all the way up through some private property, but it was open. Um, it was well marked. And we got up into this plateau that was sitting right around 10, 8, 11,000 feet. And it's a big flat bench. And uh, you're able to walk through the BLM land right into the Forest Service land. And on the Forest Service land, they've been doing timber cutting, as well as there was a burn there about six years ago. So it was best of both worlds. We didn't see any elk in there, but, uh, but we definitely did find a lot of sign. Um, some of the best sign I've seen yet, rubs everywhere, tracks everywhere, droppings everywhere. Um, the only downside is it's about an hour and a half drive from camp right now. So we're gonna have to decide whether we're gonna head back over there or not. Um, time will tell, we'll see what we find in the next couple days. And on a side note, just a reminder, you are in bear country here. As we were coming back to uh, camp tonight, after checking access for the road, ended up with a uh, black bear had come through camp and uh, actually had left camp about, about three minutes before we got there. We, uh, we had a guy from, from Virginia come up and show us his cell phone and told us, hey, just so you know, you had a bear come out of your campsite. He had a picture of a black bear in the middle of the road coming down out of our camp. So... Uh, you are in bear country, so just keep that in mind. 
And uh, with that being said, I'll see you on the next episode.